This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the show today. This is a great show. Very exciting. Of course, we have a new president, Donald Trump, and we have the privilege of speaking with someone who was there for all the inauguration festivities. She's going to give us a full report. Friend of the show, the very talented, the lovely Lydia Abbott. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing just great. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, first, before we do that, you're a great singer. You tour the world singing. You're phenomenal. You have a new album out. Yes, I'm very excited. It's called When You Believe. Okay, tell us about it. Uh, well, I named it When You Believe because when you believe and have faith, uh, it's anything can happen, including going to the inaugural ball. That's right. <laughs> and you've got, you've got a great story about that. But yes. um, what, uh-huh. what what's on the new album? Um, I've got 16 songs. I packed it full so people get their money's worth. Okay. And it's more contemporary Christian style. Um, all the songs are uh, kind of a compilation of people that I've met all over the world, and I've picked them for those reasons. Okay, really excited. Every song is a different style. I've got uh, I've got salsa, I've got African style, I've got contemporary, and a little bit of oldies in there as well. So I'm very excited to finally have this album done. Now you did this with your Christmas album that you uh, gave mm-hmm. me a copy of, which was really great. So I'm very excited to uh, hear this new this new album. You're a great singer, and of course, your great singing led you. To to sing the national anthem at many events for then candidate Donald Trump. Yes. And we had a we have a whole show about that. You can go back and check that out in the archives. Uh, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you just search Central Indiana Today, you can uh, go back and find that episode and listen anytime. It's phenomenal. You gave us a great behind-the-scenes look at what the Trump rallies are, are like. Oh, I'm excited to tell you all about it. Okay, so let's start with um, the inauguration. You were there for most of the the week, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and you have a great story about how you got to go because you were originally scheduled to be 
touring in, in India. Is that right? Yes, that's right. All right. So what happened? Well, I found out my passport was expired. It's, I can't believe it's been 10 years since I've been traveling. So it was a really good thing that it was expired because I had to send it in to get my new passport and visa. And I wasn't planning on going because I was going to be in India. So I had not actually uh, applied to get tickets, inauguration tickets through our congressman. And my brother, my oldest brother did. So he had tickets. And about, you know, then two weeks later, I realized, well, I could probably go. Well, then I got a packet in the mail and said, do not bend. And it was from the inaugural committee. And I open it and it's this all the invitations to the not only the inauguration, but the ball, the parade, the concert, everything. And all I had to do, I had my own little password and um, code to go online and and get those tickets, even my inauguration tickets, which were way further in front than anyone else's. Now, do we know who who sent that to you? I mean, somebody in the group had to know and say, hey, we got to make sure she's there. Well, the um, yes, um, Susie was in charge of the uh, all the festivities and no not the festivities but she was in charge of the Trump rallies here in Indiana right and so she was kind enough to ask me if I wanted one of those and put my address down and so she sent me one she sent Julie Melvin one my neighbor so I'm very grateful to her uh, for doing that and you mentioned Julie we've had Julie on the show she drove the Trumps around she's very involved that's also in the archives you can go back and check that out uh, out as well so okay so you get the um, you get the invitation but there's a lot of logistics with going to the inaugural events because there's not a lot of places to stay there mm-hmm. and everybody wants to be there. Exactly. I mean, by that point, it was a week before. So you can imagine it's a nightmare trying to find a place. Right. And it's just, I just really say it's a God thing because Julie Melvin, my, my neighbor, uh, she and I, we just love to be with each other because we're both on excited and on fire. But I called her and just said, Hey, is there any, any chance that you might have room in your car? And she said, you'll never guess, but the, the people that were scheduled to drive with us decided to fly. So it's only Ted and I, and we've got room for you. And they also invited me to stay at the apartment that she had rented there. So it's really because of Ted and Julie that it was able, I was able to go. I would say it's thanks to them that I was even able to go because it was so so last minute, my yeah. oldest brother was already going to be there, so I texted him and said, "Would you like to be my date to the ball?" <laughs> okay, so um, this is really cool. You did a lot of video blogs, mm-hmm. which was nice because I got to kind of stay up to date on what's going on, and not the news version of what's going on. You were like on the street. Mm-hmm. You were showing us what was going on. You got a lot of traction off your videos. Yeah, I I was really people were so awesome to to comment and I wasn't able to do a lot of live updates because where we were we were surrounded by thousands of people and the cell phones didn't work and right. so we were out of that area so I just recorded it and saved it and then I was able to upload it later but it was the most it was like being with a humongous family yeah because every can you imagine being with so many people that are like-minded have the same mostly the same beliefs as you and it would if you bumped into someone or or stepped on someone's foot everyone was just so kind and so on fire and excited to be there again our guest is Lydia Abbott she was at the inauguration festivities for the swearing-in of Donald Trump and all the things that took place around that she's giving us some of the behind-the-scenes stories today uh, I got in trouble as I often Often do because I was very critical of a lot of people who were uh, vehemently against President Trump during the primary, and that's okay. Everybody has their favorite, but I felt like, unlike previous years, that there was a lot of nastiness mm-hmm. um, inside the Republican Party. Uh, all of a sudden, show up at this event and they're bragging about being there and how happy they are to be there. And I, I have a real problem with hypocrites. I'm fine <laughs> with people I disagree with. I'm okay with that. Um, 
But I got I got in big trouble because I'm very vocal about the way I feel about things. And it was just so nice to see people like you and Julie and Susie, who are true believers, were true fans, get this experience. I saw your post on Facebook <laughs> and I thought, Did you say, I don't know that guy? talking about me. No, 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 no. no, I was just kidding. But I appreciated that too, because it's true. I, it, it just shows that, and, and Julie Melvin said this many times and I agree with her. It just proves that, that Trump is for the people. He, yeah. he really is. And he, he proved that by having so many open invitations to the people that were there who helped him get elected, which were the grassroots people here yeah. in Indiana and different surrounding states. All right. So you got to go, well, let's start with this. You got to go to the inauguration. You had mm-hmm. good seats. Mm-hmm. Like you were, you were not in the, you know, the Bob Uecker seats, which is where well, I we, would be. We didn't have seats. Well, standing, but, I mean. But we were, we were close enough where we could see him. Yeah. But thankfully, right to the, to the left of us, there was a huge mega, what do they call it, Megatron? Yeah, Jumbotron. Um, a Jumbotron. Yes. So we decided, we opted, instead of trying to squint and see, we wanted to see facial expressions and everything. So we went over to the left, and we were the very front row of the Jumbotron, yeah. which was really cool. So what is it like to be at a presidential inauguration? Oh my gosh, it's just breathtaking. Like you, I couldn't quit smiling, neither could Julie. And we had our Trump ladies there as well. And Rachel, Shalene, um, Kim, and we were all kind of one, we were our, we were the Trump girls. Right. And you look around and we just couldn't quit smiling. And everyone around it, it was like, is this really happening? Is this really happening? After all of our work, yeah. it's come true. He's actually up there. It, it, it's amazing to me. And I, I watched it on television. And I also listened to part of it on the radio when I was driving home to, to get home to be able to watch it. And it seemed to me, it's so interesting to listen to something on the radio and then see it on television. And I got the feeling that there was such an energy from the people that were there on television. You can't tell on radio, Mm -hmm. but you see it on television, and it just seemed like people were just ecstatic. They were. In fact, my video, you can see uh, people that don't know me, um, maybe even some of my family. My mom even asked. I kind of got mad at my mom a little bit. Not mad, but just like she she called and said she can't can't see. So she was just hearing the video from my dad when they were watching it. And she said, are you on something? (laughs) (laughs) Are you? I don't know if she meant I was on something drunk. I don't know. But I told her, well, I'm high on just being here because you really did feel like that. Like you said, the crowd and everything. It gave you this, I call it the Trump high, yeah. because that's what you felt like. Now, do they give you instructions when they're there? Like, okay, this is going to happen, then this, uh, I'm talking from the inauguration day itself. Mm-hmm. Do they say, then this is going to happen? Do you know the proceedings? Pretty is there, much, yeah. Is there a pamphlet or something they give there, to you? Well, there wasn't necessarily a pamphlet, but we got there, and, and they definitely had a narrator who was telling us what was coming up. They had music. We got there so early. We got there about 7.30 a.m. or yeah. 8. So we were there a long time, and it was very cold. So... You know, we were just kind of bundled up and we were tired. But then Julie and I got up and started dancing in front of the crowd right. to, to the music, you know, which that kind of was fun and warmed us up. And we just had to kind of do different things to keep us alive until. Well, I was hearing <laughs> reports, came. and I remember a couple of years ago, I went to the Rolling Stones concert when they were at the brick, at the, the track, the uh-huh. speedway. And like that was a thing where it was, they gave out tickets much like yours, where different tickets got you to different areas. It was standing. But in your area when you got there you could hold your spot so if you got there first you could be in the front row at the Rolling uh-huh. Stones concert if you had that ticket and I thought that was a the energy of that place was so amazing and people were so happy but seeing you guys it was like reliving that all over again saying that's really cool when people who are so into something and so deserving of being there 
get to have that experience. Oh, thank you. It really was. And we felt like we were representing Indiana. We yeah. felt like we were there for all the people that we knew back in Indiana and who couldn't go. We were proud. We say, look, this is what we bring from Indiana. <laughs> um, it's not guys like me. They go, oh, that's the best you can do. No, they've got, they've got you. Okay, so Trump comes out. What yeah. is that like when he comes out to, to take the oath of office and then give the speech? Oh, man, everybody just went crazy. We, it, 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 you, you guys couldn't hear it in the TV or the radio, which was kind of sad, but every time a person came out, whether good or bad i mean they when when we saw hillary it was funny because the whole crowd started booing is that so that and, really happened oh my gosh it was so loud we just we just assumed that the tv would pick it up but of course yeah we found out later that the tv didn't even show the full amount of people that well, were there <laughs> well let me let me ask you that because on tv they made it sound like it was one or two people that were booing yeah, you're uh, saying there were no, a large it was thousands of people booing i mean they um now the one thing i respect about the trump people is when michelle obama came out there you know there was complete respect yeah. no one booed no one said anything we know we were grateful to have her as a first lady she was our first lady you know there was respect there but it, you know when we saw bernie sanders and hillary and yeah. some different people you, it was just hilarious because i i even videoed some of it um, it was a, it was thousands of people across the lawn that you could hear booing <laughs> <laughs> no she looked and she being mrs clinton looked very uncomfortable i will give her credit that she showed yes, up I agree. and uh she looked very uncomfortable that must have been a very awkward thing right i would say so i mean yeah. and then and then the famous video now of her husband checking out someone oh it was gosh, it was either it was either mrs <laughs> trump or i, I don't know maybe uh, he was checking out our first lady <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't know but uh, yeah i caught that so um okay so he gives up gives a speech i thought it was a phenomenal speech oh my word it was the best speech i've ever heard in my adult well in my whole life of a president yeah, and, and I said this, somebody asked me this on uh, another media outlet. They said, what did you think of the speech? And I said, the best part, oh, it was uh, it was uh, Fox 59 when I did in Focus. I said, the best part about the Trump thing was that his campaign speech or his, his acceptance speech, inauguration mm -hmm. speech, mirrored his campaign rhetoric. And yeah. that is so Wonderful, because it would be so easy now to go. I'm in there. I'm oh, gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, run yeah. away. No, it was everything he ran on. Yeah, it, it totally wasn't. And the best part about it was, was all throughout it, it was you, the people, you, the people. You know, it, it was all you, the people. You know, and I, I was. I was, and it stayed on point. He didn't waver. He, he, man, I know he cut a lot of throats in that speech, but it was right it. on. Yeah. I loved it, and I was just so ticked that the media was trying to pick it apart and say it was horrible. I'm thinking, what country do you live in? Because right. this was all American. This is we the people. Uh, again, our guest is Lydia Abbott. We're going to take a quick break here from our underwriters. When we come back, there were a lot of festivities around the inauguration itself, and Lydia is going to tell us about some of those. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. 
Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the show. We are talking with our good friend, Lydia Abbott, phenomenal singer. And, of course, she, uh, well, she made national attention when she was uh, asked to sing the national anthem for many of the Donald Trump rallies here in the Midwest. And she did such a great job. And she was at the inauguration festivities uh, this uh, past week now, or more than that. But uh, she's giving us a play-by-play of everything that happened. And, um, okay, so... One big aspect was the protests of the event, and I had some folks on last week who were part of the Women's March on Washington, the local rally. They mm-hmm. they do not like Mr. Trump. I still am I'm still perplexed. They probably that, don't like you now either. No, well, I was very nice. <laughs> I let them have their say. I am a firm uh-huh. believer that sometimes the best offense is to just let people Agreed. talk. Yep. Just let them talk. Yep. And uh, from the responses we got from people that listened, that was the correct approach. <laughs> um, but you were there. Yes. What really happened with the protesters? Were they peaceful? Were they nice? Or were they pretty awful? Oh my gosh, it's the opposite of peaceful. But it's so amazing when you talk to people Scoot, that Scoot were up just in a it. little okay. bit for us. Thank you. When, you. when you talk to people that were in it, it's amazing the other story that you get. Because even coming home, we were in a gas station and there were some girls from Indiana. And I just assumed they were there for the inauguration because they're Indiana people. And I was wrong. I said, hey, Indiana, yay, go Colts. You know? And she's like, hey. I was like, were you here for the inauguration? And they're like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I was. And she was like, oh, well, we just had an amazing time. It was the most peaceful protest. There was no... Um, uh, uh, what what do you call it? There was no um, like violence. Violence. Or, yeah. There was you know the police didn't need to be there. And I'm thinking I heard an ambulance every ten minutes <laughs> when I was there. So I don't know what you're talking. So I just said, well, we're gonna have to agree to disagree because. I saw lots of violence. So, I mean, then we parted ways. But I'm like, I'm not going to let her think that it was the most peaceful. Now, I will say, just like maybe some Trump people, not there, there's there's bad apples in every barrel. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe I only saw the bad, but I saw three days of the bad. So that's a lot of bad. But I don't know exactly what protest you're talking about because there was one right after the now, inauguration. Now, you had a video of all the signs. <laughs> and now I will say this. When the Tea Party did their protests after Obama was elected. They did not do it during the inauguration, mm-hmm. but they had the, the various, you know, marches on Washington or whatever they're called. Not a speck of dust yeah. was left. Like, everything mm-hmm. was picked up and nice. You had these videos, and there were these signs just 
littered. Just crazy. Well, first of all, it happened after the inauguration. We're walking out, and they had their big protest parade. Right. That was not the women's march, but a lot of them were in it the next day. And it, you know, I know I egged it on a little bit, but you, I, you're uh, so nice. <laughs> I felt pretty safe because I had my big army brother next to me and his big friend and then Ted. Ted. And so they didn't mess with me too much, but they started it. Everyone sees my video and they're like, come on, Lydia, gosh, that was dangerous. And I'm like, do you know the crap that they said to me? So I had my Trump hat on and, you know, they're saying all these horrible things, profanities, you know, I can't even say what they were saying on the radio, but it was absolutely horrible. So I finally said, you know, I was like, in case you can't see my hat good enough, I turned it on sideways so that while, while I was walking down the street, they could see it better. And they kept saying stuff, horrible stuff about our, our country. And so I'm like, then go back, go to live in Canada, then go to Mexico. Don't stay here then. And they just kept on and on. Guys would come up to me and, you know, say, do you want me to whatever? Well, like The what gentlemen were willing, yes. to, willing to protect and, you. That's and, very nice. And, and Julie had a lady come up in her face just so incredibly hateful is the word and there was this one gay biker dude in this big coat and he's the one who kept you know he kept on me you know right. he was just so mad that I was so happy right and I said they were playing music and I'm like oh my gosh thank you so much for playing music for us to celebrate Trump <laughs> and I know it was the bad thing to do but they man they were just egging it on and so finally um I guess that guy runs up in front of me I couldn't see him he runs up way ahead hides beneath the trash can pulls trash out in his arms and as soon as I come up he throws the trash at me he threw the trash at oh, yeah, you yeah and so I mean he didn't really get me or anything it got on my legs so I started snapchatting and I'm like in the snapchat I'm like see that dude right there he just <laughs> threw trash on me and then I put it back on me and they call us the deplorables and he heard me say that so because after he threw the trash at me I just said did that make you feel better I hope it made you feel better and so what <laughs> No, let me not. ask. Let me ask you this because I talked to two of these folks uh, for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and I'm still not totally sure what they're angry about. Do you have an idea, like other than Trump's in? Uh, well, it was supposed to be a woman's march the right. next day, and it was an anti-Trump march. Right. Um, so basically, and, and it's so ignorant. If you actually were there and you talked to the women in the march you wouldn't get very good answers. You would get, why are you so, oh, we hate Trump, we hate Trump, but why do you hate, he's racist, he's racist. One of the balloons was this huge elephant and it had racist across it. There, It's just, they're so, I hate to say it, but there is a lot of ignorance because there is a one side media that they believe and they've been indoctrinated and there's nothing good there's nothing good about about it, you right. know. And I I wanted to say to them, you live in a free country and you're able to protest. If you were in Cuba, no way you'd be shot down. Right. If you were in Africa in certain countries, if you were in China, but we have the freedom to protest. Now, one of the things, and I said this because I was trying with the folks that we talked with to find a consensus on, like something like abortion. Like, where is the commonality? Can we at least have a commonality that? We should try to protect life, even if abortion is a legal thing, that we should encourage people to, to bring life into the world. You know, I'm trying to find a point of commonality mm-hmm. because I feel like in our country we've found so little both ways commonality. Yeah, cor- yeah. And w- when you're offended that I use the term abortion, you know, uh-huh. like like wh- where where are we at as a nation where we can't even find most basic points of commonality, whether yeah. you believe abortion should be legal, illegal, whatever, that can't we, shouldn't we all be able to agree that protecting people and allowing people to live is a is a noble is a good idea thing. Yeah. is a good yeah i, I agree know. and you can't have a conversation at least our 
three days there walking in the streets, whether it was before or the day of the march, we were out going to the White House. Right. And you, okay, walking to the White House, I don't know if you saw my live feed. If anyone wants to go to my Facebook, it's Lydia Ann Abbott. You can see my live feed. And walking there, it felt like you were in a third world country. Right. First of all, it was dark, which didn't help anything. Right. There are thousands of hateful, horrible signs that I cannot, cannot even say to you. And the people that you would walk past, you had to cringe because you didn't know if they were going to get in your face and say F you or F Trump or what they were going to say to you. Um, you know, I don't know if maybe they were all in their right mind or not, but it was, it was scary and I'm not usually scared, right. but like Ted was there with us, but at that point it was just Ted, Julie and I. So, you know, I know Ted's like, okay, girls, keep it calm, keep it calm. Cause we don't want to get any trouble. <laughs> and we get up and we finally got pictures in front of the white house, but it was so sad because everything is just littered and trash everywhere and these horrible signs everywhere. And when you would walk by, I call them the pink hats. Yes. When you walk by the pink hats, um, they talk about peace and love and harmony and all that stuff and yet every time you walk past it's like the f word at you uh they they, they flipped us off and, and i was just wearing a red coat but obviously right. i guess i'm for trump because i'm wearing a red coat so you're right it's like can we just have a uh, an adult conversation here but you go past and it's like you're gonna get flipped off or you're gonna get in your face you know uh, well i spoke to the iu republicans uh last week and one of them asked me and the premise of them asking me to speak was about interviewing Trump and what it was like to meet Trump. And then they were asking questions about media and then they were asking some some political questions. And one person raised their hand and said, you know, how do we work with Democrats? And I, she was aghast, poor girl, <laughs> with my response, but everybody laughed and enjoyed it. And then I explained, it. I said, we don't. I said, there, you can't. At this point, we are at a point in our country. And I said, nobody ever demands that when the Democrats had control of the White House and the, and the House and the Senate, they passed o Obamacare without a single Republican vote. Nobody was mad about that. Yeah. You guys work with the Republicans. I said, look, there's winners and losers. There's elections for reasons. It's time. And this past week, hearing your story, then hearing these people talk, it has reinforced my opinion that bipartisanship, while a quasi-noble idea, just <laughs> is not realistic. No. And we won and go ahead and do what you got to do to get it done. Yeah, I agree. And it's really not fair when you have a media out there that is so incredibly one-sided. For example, Madonna at the yeah. freaking women's rights right. thing right. saying, I thought about blowing up the White House, but then I realized it wouldn't do any good. If that was a Republican oh, sure. saying that against Obama, they would have been taken out. They would have been in prison. But because they said it about Trump, it's, you know, right. it's okay. I'm just saying, where is the balance? There is no balance. All right. We're going to end this show on a positive note. We're going to take a quick pause here from our underwriters. When we come back, Lydia's going to tell us about the ball. Oh, the right. big, The big ball. She was there and she was front and center. So we're going to hear about that. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, 
mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. We're speaking with a friend of the show, Lydia Abbott. Of course, she's a phenomenal singer. She has a new album out. Uh, what's the name of the album again? When You Believe. All right. Um, and uh, she's also made uh, national attention when she sang the national anthem and many of the then candidate Donald Trump rallies here in the the Midwest. And uh, by the way, do people know you more now for being the? Because you you had an international singing career before that, but are you now more the 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 singer from the Trump rallies, or are you still an international you know singing uh, star? I would say a little. You know, it surprises me sometimes when I bump into people that I haven't met before and they remember me from the right. rallies. Did you get like no. um? A lot of like friend requests from random people at yeah, the did, at yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the the chapter of the Trump stuff. I still have 950 pending requests <laughs> that I have to go through and sort out. So you I know? feel very fortunate that I got through. <laughs> then yeah, I stuck through. Course. Yeah, I tell people in the the time I meet them, add me right now. So I accept you. And actually, something funny happened on the way to the ball. We were going through security, and this um, young guy, um, you know, he was a policeman. He was helping us through, and he saw my my screensaver for my phone as a picture of Trump and I. And then he was looking through my purse and I had my CDs in there because I give them out to right. people and he said Lydia Abbott I know that name yeah you have a YouTube video don't you about Trump and I'm like what <laughs> this is in DC this random cop he's like I was like oh come on you're giving me a hard time he's like no it's you know Trump a music video uh, on YouTube right Lydia Abbott yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding and I, I looked at my brother and I'm like Wow. <laughs> world, world known. And you're on Aww. this show. It's so great. Okay, so the ball, the inaugural ball, there's, I mean, there's a, several of them, right? But there's like yes. one main, maybe the big. Yeah, I think graded. there's two. There were two main ones. And I kept walking down the street. There, you may not know this, but some people that are into musicals, I kept singing, um, the Trump is giving a ball. <laughs> like everywhere I went, my team, my, my group was really tired of hearing that. But you like leading up to it, you're like, oh my gosh, I get to go to the ball. Yeah. The freedom. It's ball. literally like Cinderella, <laughs> it you was. know. I mean, it's probably it's probably every girl's dream to go to the ball, right? Probably, it was definitely a dream. Okay, so take us through, because uh, I saw pictures of you. I saw our bud Bob Crotty there. Uh -huh. He was uh, looking ecstatic oh, in, yeah. in his uh, tuxedo. Uh, what what is it like to go to the ball? I'm sure there's a ton of security, right? Because yeah, the Trumpster is there, right? Well, and it was the first I went with Ted and Julie. They um, got me, uh, allowed me to have one of their tickets to go to the All American Ball Thursday night, which was neat. But it was on a smaller scale. There were several rooms, and it was you know um, just different bands and things. But then Friday night was the Freedom Ball, which I think Freedom and Liberty Ball, which are just awesome. I just think those are great names. But my brother and I actually left before Ted and Julie did, just because we had to take two Ubers anyway right. because we had some groups of people. Now, did they have giganto surge pricing going on yeah, for Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was it wasn't actually that bad. We you know, we were pleasantly surprised, but there was so much rioting in the streets on the way to the ball and I want you to have Julie on the show because she will tell you firsthand, but Nathan and I got really lucky and we were with two guys um, also from Indianapolis who went with us. Um Dave and Don, and we got there, and the guy knew exactly where to take us. Uh, he dropped us off, and there was a line blocks long. I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of people in line. Well, we kind of merged in because this guy said, you can just merge in. Well, the two guys, <laughs> my friends, Dave and Don, didn't hear that, so they went and got in line. But Nathan and I are like, okay, right. let's merge in. And I didn't take a coat, and I had a strapless dress on, so Nathan gave me his coat. I'm like, I want to get in as soon as possible. So we got in within like five minutes. Wow. We were 
so lucky. We get in thinking, okay, that's pretty normal. Maybe it would have taken half an hour if we went in line. Right. And um, we get in and Julie calls and says that they're on their way in the Uber and they had protesters linking arms across the street, shouting out, you know, about Trump and he's the same as the KKK and the police had to come. They had to wait for the police to come and break it up so they could get through to get to the ball. Then in line for the ball, they were in line for two hours. Wow. And they had protesters coming up to them. The police were there. They had a horrible time getting in. We felt so bad and we're like, we've already been in for a while and right. me and my tennis shoes. Yeah, I wore tennis shoes. You're to on the your ball. seventh drink at that point, right? <laughs> <I> know, right? <laughs> oh man. It was we were very lucky to get in as soon as we did. But you go down these elevators and it's this humongous room, biggest room I've ever seen. Because you can imagine 20,000 people in one room for this ball. And you go down and it's like all these beautiful women. Oh my word, I've never seen so many beautiful women in these beautiful dresses. And I'm thinking, I'm wearing my prom dress from 11 years ago. But oh well, I didn't spend any money. And I'm wearing these really cool Nike tennis shoes because my dress was so long right. and my feet, we had walked 11 miles yeah. that day. So I was the most comfortable girl at the whole ball. And nobody could see your and feet. And no one could see my feet. Perfect. Then That's when excellent. I started doing swing dance, they're like, are you wearing tennis shoes? That's smart. Now, <laughs> Trump shows up at this at some point, yes, right? You got did. to see him. Yes, Julie and Ted got there with the rest of the crowd and we got, we were probably about maybe six to eight rows back. Um, Rachel was holding a spot for us, our one of the girls in in our group so it, it we got in there and by the time they came out it was packed like sardines i mean you were up like close and personal with everyone there right. but no one cared because everyone was so excited and then they come out and they dance to the song my way and we were close enough where we could it was just cool to be able to see them like you're at a concert and you know a few rows back and can see them up close and personal we got videos and pictures of them and everyone was basically waiting for that at the ball that was the highlight it's interesting because i think when you were on the show the, they had not had the election yet, I think, last time you were here. No. Um, and as time has gone on, and I knew when I did it that it was going to be, it's one of those moments where you go, this is a moment that's going to change your life when uh -huh. I got to interview Trump. But as it's gone on, I've it's become more important. It's become more special. I didn't think that would be possible. But you realize that one guy, I mean, the mm -hmm. opportunities that I've had since interviewing Trump. I mean, I can literally get anybody I want in a moment's notice because you're the guy that interviewed Trump. Uh -huh. And it's amazing. I was When I was filling in on WIBC a couple weeks ago uh, for Abdul, I was talking about this, that it is amazing how one guy giving you 15 minutes of his time can alter your life yeah. forever. And I'm curious, as you've had a chance to reflect on your time being able to sing, because unlike me, you were front and center in front of everybody have you sort of had the same reflection and and uh and thoughts i think that the respect is there a little bit more with people that maybe you didn't have it from a, a whole lot before even people that weren't even for him it's it's a respect thing when they know that you know gosh i don't even feel bad about bragging about my picture with him oh, like the whole time julie and i are like oh you want to see our picture with trump you know? <laughs> it's like the one time i didn't feel bad about bragging but i get what you're saying and as you're talking i'm getting goosebumps down to my toes because I'm thinking, we have lived this. Like, yeah. we know the president. Yeah. We've met him. I've hugged him. He's kissed me on the cheek. You know, it's like, it, it's, I don't even know how this happened. It was just step by step. And it's just neat that the people, the people, like you said, are, have experienced this. And, and like his whole speech was about we, the people. Yeah. And he's a really great guy. Your favorite mm -hmm. moment of the ball as we wrap up here. Did you have a favorite moment? Uh, oh, probably uh, when they first came out and started dancing, just like the, 
the feeling that came over you. And then um, I got to to dance with a guy that was in our group. Um, he did a whole long swing dance number with me, and I was just like smiling the whole time. And, and you told me off air, you said there were several gentlemen who were inquiring if you needed a male <laughs> suitor or, or a companion, right? Oh, the, the the funniest one was when this really handsome guy came up to Julie and I, wanted to know if he could take our picture, and he did. And um, he was probably my age, maybe a little bit older, and he said, oh, that's a really good picture. You should text that to me. And Julie is so sweet, and she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, Julie, that's just a way he's trying to get our number. And I said it very dry, and he looked at me like, ouch, like – I didn't think about that, but that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it was, you know, it was, um, it was an honor because I'm thinking my dress is just a black strapless dress, nothing real special. Um, and yet, you know, I, I did have, um, several very nice, respectable gentlemen come up to me and, and, you know, I'm, I'm taken as of now, but it, it was, you know, it's always nice when, when you have that, it kind of gives you a little boost. It's something Shane and I do not get to experience, you know, <laughs> that we're lucky if they let us in much less people coming up and wanting to take our picture. But, uh, and I'm so glad you got this experience because you totally deserve it. And uh, we really have a time now where the Donald Trump people, the people that were true loyalists and supporters of Donald Trump made this possible. And it's we need those people to continue to, to be rewarded for that uh, because any other Republican nominee, we'd have a President Hillary Clinton. I totally believe that. Yeah, I do too. Amen. Thank you for being with us Thank today. Thank you. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's conversation, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. And uh, all you have to do is search Central Indiana today. You can download the show totally free of charge. Write to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. 
doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.